what it do baby boo welcome guys to the 30 minute podcast my name is tito i am your host as usual and you guys are most certainly welcome to this lovely podcast today well before i get into what we're talking about today this is september i believe this is episode 11 and um yeah steady as she goes you know learning new things every day with every new episode of the podcast like i did say in last week's episode world podcasting day is on the 30th of this month i do hope to you know infuse a few things about podcasting and like what i've learned about podcasting these few months or these couple of months this is the third month and just you know creating a podcast on your podcast doing youtube content all that stuff because i have gotten a few questions lately about you know podcasting and making youtube videos and stuff like that things that i i i think you guys would benefit from especially those of you who have thought of maybe starting a podcast or doing content and whatnot like i said i've had a few questions that people have asked me that i think deserve answers and uh, yeah so basically creation content creation podcasting stuff later on this month fingers crossed yeah but man the, the month is already moving fast and 2023 dude is moving so fast we're about to enter the from next month we're in the final quarter of the year I'm going to today. I'm going to sit down with my with the list that I wrote in December of last year about all the things, all that containings, oh, containings. Wow, that contains all the things I said I wanted to accomplish in 2023. I don't think I've achieved half of them. I just want to make sure. And coming into 2023, I was very particular about making sure that the year ends this year ends on a good note, and doing that. Or in order to achieve that, I have to stay on top of my game. I have to know what I'm trying to achieve every month or probably even every week. And, you know, just chase my goals tenaciously, right? I don't know if I've been doing that as to the extent that I, I would have I would like. But um, there's still time. There's still time. And I think that's what I'm saying. I'm going to get back on my game before it gets to the, to the 11th hour. And I think you should, you should as well, you know, because crossover service and december and all that when everybody's looking back on their lives and the things they've got accomplished and the things that have happened to them it if you're going to have more wins than l's or i.e losses it's it's down to you it's down to you making intentional decisions decisions that serve you and decisions that you can be proud of you know so that when you're looking back at the at 2023 at the end of the year you be proud of the things you've done, choices you've made, and so on and so forth. Yes, that became quite uh, motivational from nowhere, <laughs> but yeah. But all right, let's um, dive into it. Before we dive into it, though, you guys know the drill. <clears throat> if you're watching this on YouTube, please like the video by clicking on the like button and subscribe to my channel as well by clicking on the black subscribe button. You engaging with the content is very important for the content to go far, to reach the kind of people that the content is designed for, and to encourage me to come back every week to talk to you guys about the things that are on my mind that for some reason interest you guys as well. So that's if you're watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe and please share this video with anyone who you feel shares a similar opinion to what I'm sharing here or you know, who you feel will enjoy the content. If you're listening on an audio platform like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Amazon Music, Vibeo, please rate this podcast. Now, to today's topic. So let me pull up the tweet from uh, Melanin Shade Room's, whatchamacallit, IG, which was, so it's it actually a tweet 
from, I've been saying the wrong thing, The I've been getting it wrong all this while. It's a tweet from, it's Kerion, Rion, somebody. And she tweeted, what's the worst part of date, dating in this generation? And the Melanin Shade Room, they obviously, you know, screen grabbed it and screen grabbed the responses to it as their own, you know, just to share the content. The first response to it came from um, Tony Tones. Tony Tone. Not to be mistaken for Tony Tones, the actress. So Tony Tone, many of you follow her. She's very vocal on Twitter. And I see her and her boyfriend's, you know, posts on Instagram. I don't follow either of them, but I see their posts on IG. Very attractive couple. Tony Tone said, unwillingness to be vulnerable. Whether that's making the first move, loving out loud, saying exactly what they're thinking, sharing exactly what they're feeling. Full stop. So many people are on the defense, ready to be disappointed before anything has even gotten started. Now, this is the response that's really got to me, Tony Tone's response, you know, unwillingness to be vulnerable. Very true. Many people are unwilling to open up to other people regarding relationships or just regarding their personal lives. And I think this is really a function of the social media media era. Back in the day, before social media, back in my day, <laughs> before social media, if I were to talk to a girl and maybe not respond in the way she liked, or maybe, yeah, I was going to say maybe break her heart, but that's subject to interpretation. I may just be, not be interested. She may see it as me breaking her heart. Whatever the case may be, a response to her feelings that is unfavorable, right? If back in the day that kind of thing happened, she'd only tell like her close friends, her girlfriends, you know, or her roommates or whatever. It wouldn't get past like 10 people. But in this era of social media, your tweets or your DMs can be screen grabbed. And, you know, she'll put a caption under and, and tell everyone how you're a jerk, how you wasted her time, how you, you know, strung her along or whatever. And it, it can get seen all over the world. People in Melbourne, Australia can get in the comments and, you know, give you a piece of their mind. The embarrassment can actually be very public. So I think that's why one of the reasons why people aren't um, vulnerable these days or aren't willing to open up and to really share that vulnerability at the end of the day. They're afraid of public embarrassment. You know, that's one of the reasons why people are are not vulnerable. Personally, I think that's one of the reasons why I'm not vulnerable when I meet new potential, you know, love interests and whatnot. I'm concerned about how discreet they are, you know, concerning what happens between us or concerning personal details that I may share with the woman. So I guess that's why people aren't willing to be as vulnerable. The, the likelihood of your embarrassment being blown up is, is it's exponential, you know, because of social media and the internet. She also said whether it's making the first movie, yeah, loving out loud, uh, saying exactly what's, what they're thinking. Also, yeah, people are very exploitative. People just want to use, you know, so hookup culture has just, just keeps on growing each year. And many people, particularly men, sadly, just want to hook up. They want the physical aspects of knowing a woman. They don't want the emotional stuff, right? And so because of that, they withhold the vulnerability and the emotional stuff because they're not willing to trade or, you know, do business, so to speak. Um, in a manner of speaking, rather, with their emotions. They're not here for emotional, you know, reasons. They're here for physical reasons. They're here to hook up. So that's why lots of people, and it's, it's 
in this age or these days where giving submitting to your desires even if it's your physical desires is more acceptable um people are they're more vocal about that they're more open about that you know believing that they can eat their cake and have it i.e by just getting the physical getting the in physical intimacy and not the um the emotional intimacy or connection that really goes hand in hand with a proper relationship so these are some of the things yeah so many people are on the defense ready to be disappointed before anything has gotten started so that point so many people have been have had their hearts broken and had such terrible experiences or sometimes even seen the experiences of others bad experiences of, of others and they don't want that to happen to them so before a relationship or even a talking stage has even gotten off the ground they're just like oh i don't want anybody to make a fool of me or make me look like a mug so i'm just i'm not going to i, I know your type i've seen the red flags let's not even get let's not even go there let's not get started so people are very defensive and they feel like disappointment is on the horizon without actually getting to know the person the next tweet um contained five five points which i'll try and breeze through because as usual time is really flying by this one is from queen d236 financial analyst barbie nice name i'll probably look for her on twitter and follow her number one people want postable relationships vacations gifts a six foot two bearded man with abs slim thick girl zero problems very true um also a function of social media we've seen we tend to see very good looking people on social media and we now want that so that kind of thing you know those kinds of people i should say they become more desirable and you know regular looking average people are they're just like pushed to the back so everybody is very aspirational on social media even though they may not necessarily have a reason to be aspirational like sorry to use the frequent question what are you bringing to the table that will make you think you can get a six foot two bearded guy or a slim thick girl you know that may not be that kind of person may be out of your league so but because of social media and we see so many options on social media we feel like yeah we can get that too or that kind of person too so that's her first point her first point her second point people are just not smart slash kind <laughs> okay this is a good one and their career means nothing back then if you dated a doctor that meant something now you can date an Ivy League med school grad and they can be online bullying people in the comments and asking dumbass questions about racism. <laughs> Very true. Uh, yeah, every people tend to act a fool on social media. Now, it's not necessarily that you have a respectable career or, you know, line of work or a dignified profession. You can have all that and maybe even a good education, maybe even be from a really good home or a prestigious home. But at the end of the day, you're still a, a I'm trying to think of an appropriate word, but you guys get it. You might be a dick. Sorry to use the word. But to be honest, maybe that's been a thing too from, you know, time immemorial. People that come from good homes or have good educations, you know, they end up being buttholes. Moving on. Outside costs $300. <laughs> Basically, what she's saying here is that dating outside, everything is expensive. And that is really a, especially with the cost of living, you know, inflation or cost of living crisis, crisis going on around the world these days, everything is exp expensive. And, and this is another um, episode topic that I want to treat further down the road. 
or in a future episode how first dates you know slight detour again first dates lots of people think first dates should be elaborate and should be expensive you know especially when a guy is paying in order to put the, your best foot forward but if you look at things logically how many expensive first dates can a guy go on you know uh, but yet lots of women they expect a nice or an expensive first date so that just to make sure that the guy is putting his best foot forward but what if at that first date or shortly after the first date the guy realizes he doesn't like the babe or they just, they're not a match how many expensive first dates is he going to go on especially with you know the current economic situation so that's a debate that i i think i want to address in a future episode but glad this is a woman saying it outside is expensive going on dates hanging out we need to find cheaper alternatives to meeting up and um, getting to meeting people and spending time with people and not just you know in a relation relationship or romantic sense but even as friends right number four people rush into relationships because of the cost of living okay valid um how can i do i support this it's a valid point but they rush into relationships because of the cost of living what's like save on rent and they rush into a relationship i don't know i think people are more cautious and careful about who they who they you know knock boots with or who they shack up with just because you know they're trying to save rent or reduce sometimes being in a relationship is more expensive yeah if you go out you know like you're going out on dates you're going out to eat normally you'd be at home and you your team there's food at home but now that you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend who likes going out you find yourself spending more so i'm not sure if i agree with that point people rush into relationships because of cost of living well, there are broke people <laughs> who are looking for a sponsor and have no shame about it. Sugar babies and whatnot. So that is another point. Um, next, therapy is either being not utilized or weaponized. People that need to heal won't go. Okay, people that need to heal actually won't go to therapy. That's what she meant. People that go act like Jonah Hill and try to control people and say its boundaries valid okay i mean it's not so widespread but yeah there's a whole thing of how people are weaponizing therapy now or using therapy to manipulate people yes that is a thing um people that need to go to therapy don't go to therapy some who do go they use therapy to their advantage to manipulate people rather than fixing themselves they use it to try and control people okay valid point very true very true so this next tweet is from Nicole Lewis, LCSW. Why do people have such strange Twitter handles? Black therapist and coach. And she's verified. Okay, so this should be good. She has a very lengthy post, which has 15 points. Okay, so I'll read each of them one by one, and I'll just elaborate on one or two of them. Number one, no child left behind left behind a lot of people. They cannot read or comprehend what you mean. I guess what she means by that is that there are lots of people out there that their level of their level of education is not where you know it doesn't match some of the people that they're meeting maybe on dating apps and whatnot. So there's that. Number two, inflation hinders most people from being able to save, let alone take you out on dates. I'm glad that this inflation issue is a reality. You know, because some people act like. You know, in spite of 
the cost of living crisis and things being very expensive, like people still should spend lots of money to get to know somebody. It's not realistic. So I like that the women who are responding to this tweet are acknowledging that things are expensive out there. Number three, COVID affected so many people and they have not processed their losses. Also true, many people have not fully processed what happened in 2020 and the you know the effects that being at home for so long has like had on them i even me myself i'm just getting back out there especially in a dating and you know romantic sense is i don't think it's happened even for myself people are yet to really come out you know from that life of isolation and lockdown and quarantine it's taking some time and in some cases people aren't even aware that they need to come out of that mindset back into like an, a more open, more accepting mindset where other people, you know, come into their lives and whatnot. Number four, many people are addicted to something, but people around them are unaware. How does that point really tie into, you know, the biggest problems that we're facing with dating these days, which is the question that started all this? Number five, emotional wellness wasn't taught in many schools, so most people do not know how to discuss their thoughts and feelings. Totally agree. It's not just that emotional wellness and emotional intelligence was not taught in schools. It's also being in environments or spaces where emotional intelligence and vulnerability and um, openness just aren't the order of the day. For example, in Nigeria, Nigeria is a very hard, very stringent country and we suppress a whole lot. The average Nigerian suppresses different kinds of things because we don't have the outlets to express our feelings, talk about our hurts. And the, and if, in fact, even if you do share your feelings or your emotions or talk about things that make you feel bad, you may even be like criticized yeah so we're not in an environment and this is in many situations could be on like a domestic level or like a state level a city level or even a national level like in nigeria's case where emotional intelligence and vulnerability are not allowed to you know ex are not allowed to like just be free and to be open or to to shine number six a lot of adults do not take care of their hygiene and do not realize that we can tell this is not about people who are depressed. Hygiene. True. People, there are lots of messy people these days. Well, I think they've always been messy people, but yeah, general basic hygiene seems to be getting, it should be getting better rather than getting worse. It feels like it's getting worse. People are, don't take care of their spaces and their bodies as much as they should, but yet they expect somebody to love them. <laughs> It's not good. And then they take offense when, you know, you don't love them because they have dirty nails or or they they're, they just, you get my point. So, yes, I do agree with that point. Number seven, we tend to think because we know something, other people should know it too. Meanwhile, they had a totally different upbringing. Very true. There are so many things that we think should be common knowledge, but it's it's a bias at the end of the day. You know about um maybe bio because you were raised in a in a good you know environment or in a under under conducive and um preferable circumstances the words fail me yeah 
Whereas somebody else who is maybe a good person, but you know, maybe they they don't smell so good typically, they just it's a function of how they were brought up and you know the environment they were they were raised in. They and they haven't they don't have that self awareness to, you know, intentionally correct maybe the BO by, you know, taking more comprehensive showers <laughs> or, you know, buying deodorants and things like that. How can that be resolved? I guess by people being more self-aware. Because at the end of the day, let, let's take saving and investing, personal finance, right? You have to, for your own self, realize that there are ways that you can improve your finances. You know, and you can't wait for society or for somebody to walk up to you and tell you. Maybe you just need to be more open-minded and observe your environment and the world a bit more to learn the things that can better you know better you as an individual or better your finances number eight people are worried about what their friends would think of the person they're dating over how they really feel very true as well and this is a hurdle that if people can just get past this or overcome this they'd be doing themselves a a huge a solid like a huge favor because we're so concerned about, you know, what people say regarding who we choose to love or who, um, that sounded like an LGBTQ type of thing. <laughs> um, people get, are very concerned about who we choose to be with, who we choose to date, who we choose to marry and whatnot. But if you can just, just shut that out and just zone in on how you feel, how the person makes you feel, what you feel about them and whatnot you it may be a totally different you know scenario right so yeah i think more people need to be able to shut out the rest of the world concerning who they date and who they choose to you know do life with or spend the rest of their life with number nine a lot of people aren't taking care of their kids and potential partners don't play that i think this is in relation to um single parents who are dating who are in the dating market you know, they may not be taking care of their children and um, that may come up in conversations when they're on dates and the people that they're dating may not, you know, be cool with that. They feel like maybe you should be taking care of your kids or being a more involved, more active parent. So there's that. Number 10, many people are deciding not to have children and that doesn't work for everybody. Very true. People who want to be child free and, you know, that's even the term. There's a term for it being child free. There are many of them, you know, these days, and it's hard. They may be great people, but it's hard for them to find someone who also wants to be child free that they can start a life with, you know, and probably get married to. It's uh, it's a tricky one, but it seems to be like a new age um, predicament or conundrum, right? Number 11, people are realizing that they, they can do bad all by themselves and do not need the extra drama. Another very, very powerful point. Lots of people are of the opinion that, look, things are tough enough being single. I don't need to add another person's drama into my life to, you know, someone to be gaslighting me or, you know, just bringing me down, putting me on edge and all that. I can do bad all by myself. And I think this ties to Tony Tone's point of, People, do, they, they've, they already disappoint themselves before they really get into the relationship so that, you know, they don't need to, you know, deal with anybody's baggage. So it's a bit, I see the good points, good side of it, 
and the bad side of it as well. But it is a very solid, um, very predominant factor these days. You know, lots of people are like, look, if you're not going to add value into my life, don't even come into my life. I can do bad all by myself. And it's, it's really sad. It's number 12. Dating is expensive. Outside generally is expensive. Another very valid point. I've mentioned, I've elaborated on this one before, so I'll move on. Dating apps give the illusion that you have so many options. I believe the term is the paradox of choice. Before social media, you know, your dating options are like people that are in your office or people that you are in your class or that you go to school with or people that are in your neighborhood. At the end of the day, maybe this is a total of maybe 30 people. If you're like, if you really have options, maybe less than 10. If the options, if maybe you're picky or the options are really narrow. But now, or since the advent of social media, there are people thousands of miles away, like halfway around the world that you think you stand a chance with. So you think you have so many options. And the more options you have, the harder it is for you to make a choice. It's like going to buy ice cream at Hans and Rene. And they maybe you go late in the day and they only have chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. It's not hard to pick, you know, one of the three you would probably default to your favorite or, you know, the one that, you know, suits you. But if you go to Hans and Rene and they have 20 different flavors that you can pick from, you're going to spend a longer amount of time trying to pick, you know, a flavor to buy. So, yeah, the paradox of choice. The more choices we have, the harder it is to make a choice or to make a decision. And we're seeing it. That's the biggest predicament that lots of people, myself included, if I'm being honest, um, face with the dating market. Yeah. Lot, number 14. Lots, a lot of people are unmasking their neurodivergence and figuring things out in this new world. Good for you. <laughs> True. I, there's a lot to be said on that. One can go really deep with that particular point and I can get lost in the weeds with that one. So I'll just move on, but I'm sure you get the point. Number 15. People do not know the difference between assertive passive passive aggressive and aggressive communication very very true you see a lot on social media sometimes when you interact with people some people are really they're nasty but they they'll say that they're being assertive or they're just advocating for themselves they're speaking for themselves there's a huge difference between being aggressive maybe even being someone who gaslights and just being assertive, being someone who knows how to communicate, even the tone of your voice or the volume you use says a lot. And lots of people are not self-aware to know that there's a difference between all these things. But we live in such a funny era these days where people just talk anyhow and they feel like that, regardless of how their talking comes across or is delivered, it's still, as long as they're, you know, it's still good, it's still valid, still serves a, a positive purpose so far that they're getting things off their chest, not considering that the way and manner and the delivery of how you communicate your feelings or your views and opinions or your values also matters. Guys, I know I've surpassed 30 minutes. This may be the th longest episode thus far, maybe pushing 40 minutes. I apologize. This is not the 40-minute podcast. This is the 30-minute podcast. As a result, not just because it's long, but because I actually don't have anything for something new. There will not be an addition of something new on this episode. But in conclusion, to wrap this episode up, I almost forgot. There was something I saw in the comments that really just, um, it hit home as well. And I think it's worth mentioning. Someone in the comments said, 
his contribution, which is also very valid, is the overwhelming amount of relationship advice podcasts or platforms that overstimulate people with so many views, valid and invalid, fair, of relationships and self-love. Also, the lack of spiritual intention, guidance, and awareness. I agree 100%. There are too many podcasts and too many um, posts and too much content on how people should seek, you know, love or go about dating or, you know, pursue marriage and all that. There's just an overload of all kinds of information. Um, so he's very right. And I'm guilty as well. This is such such type of content or such um, information that he's talking about. And in response to that, I think I think I can safely say that everyone needs to be, they need to figure out what works for them. There's there's so many loud voices online on this whole dating relationship and marriage stuff that at some point you need to shut out all the voices, maybe even mine included, and just focus on what works for you and you know the person that you want to settle down with. Because it's like how on the news that you always talk about, oh, cost of living crisis, inflation, recession, all this. In the midst of all that, there's still people that are flourishing, people that are thriving, people that are starting businesses, people whose businesses are booming and uh, people who are experiencing incredible harvests. They live in the same economy, but they have a different mindset and they know that their testimony, their life, their, their um, their own circumstances are very different from what everyone else is facing because it's a bit of self-awareness and intentionality that they apply to their journey of doing business in a in an economy where things are just going to the dogs or just things are crumbling around everyone according to the news so even though they say the dating pool is trash you know things are just people don't value people anymore and people are badly behaved this that and the other I missed of all I missed all that right you need to just sometimes zone out and just know that your testimony your journey your circumstances are different and that your future and your marriage and all that will be different and will be positive and will be a happy one sometimes that's really what it takes and i think everybody that's one piece of advice that i think everybody needs to run with especially in these times that we live in guys thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the podcast i really hope you enjoyed it if you did please be sure to leave a rating or sorry leave a review if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast also rate the podcast with as many stars as possible i'd really appreciate it engaging with content that way really does go a very long way and if you're watching this on youtube you know the drill please be sure to like the video by clicking on the like button and subscribe to the channel as well by clicking on the black subscribe button also feel free to share this youtube no this youtube this um podcast with anyone who you feel will enjoy it as well that engagement also really matters yeah and if you check the views on this video if you're watching the video and you check the likes of the video you see that there's a huge like disparity let's try and close that gap if it's a hundred views let there be like 80 or 90 likes okay not like a hundred views but only like 15 likes that doesn't it doesn't jive it's not jiving thanks so much for watching guys i will catch you in the next one peace